0: And back to action here between Spain and Canada. Olenek misses the sky hook. So possession the other way, and they do call a foul there on Canada and not happy about it there. And I want to say that's Alexander Walker. We're going to get a second look here at it. And it is Alexander Walker who picked up the foul. I think he might have a case there, Cajun, because that, again, was mighty close. Mighty close.
1: Well uh, it was just said on live broadcast, but Canada's dealing with a ton of foul for foul trouble. And you could argue that could have been a foul too as a threes knocked down from Spain. That's Santi Aldama.
0: Well, they call to call it a comeback there for Canada. As they hit the three on the other end, that's Jay Gildas alexander who checks back in. He won't be taking too many breaks here today, don't expect. Quick steal for Canada. Dort back up, and that's up and in by Gildas alexander who poked the ball away. So that's five quick points for the first team all nba
2: You're a little bit ahead of me, but it's all good. Not by much. Not by much? Not by much. Like, three or four seconds at most.
0: Well, I won't I won't spoil the the next surprise for you, Kaitlyn, so you can talk about I think are I think going to be the underlying topic throughout this game. And I think you would have just seen it now: the offensive rebound and then miss by Spain, but they do keep possession. So again, as the Brazilians did early, they've been killing Canada on the offensive glass. And as they tie it back at 26, and it looks like Aldama got that one as well. The former Gonzaga Bulldog, now with the Memphis Grizzlies.
1: A for, um, former gr- former Grizzlies teammate. Might have had an Aldama and now Houston Rocket, Dylan Brooks. wonder
0: if they're on the Christmas card list for either side. As Alexander rebounds the three-miss, and he go leaves it away. Oh, they're going to call the block on Spain. Oh, actually, pardon me. looks like they called it a hold. I don't know why they called it a hold. It definitely was a block, but regardless, I listened to the hand sign over the— uh, Oh, I guess with the hand across, that's what they're going to call it. They're going to call it a reach, it looks like, even though it's not about the single eye. Signal eye saw cage, and that's, I think, the call sh- the, the referee ended up making.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So Canada will keep possession, thank goodness. That could have been another costly turnover. As Shea with the MIDI, it's up, slapped out by Olenek. Back down for him, tried to put it up and in, but he got it, I'll say blocked, but more just altered as then he got the rebound and lost possession of it. That's again, Cajun, where you got to wonder if Zach Eadie was in the game, can Zach Eadie make that basket? And I think the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I'm not arguing with Jordy Fernandez. He's been with the team this whole time, you know, even though he also didn't have a whole lot of time before this tournament because of Nick Nurse stepping down, like what, a month and a half, month or month and a half before this tournament. So he didn't have a whole lot of time with this team either, but. You know, you just got to wonder if a guy like Zach Edey could alter this game in favor of Canada just with his size and, and skill near the basket. If that's rebounding or if that's, you know, just putting shots in at the basket as Canada there, firing the ball around. Not able to keep possession of it, so it will go back to Spain. But, you know, I'd say that's a size problem for the Canadians when you're going for a rebound, Cajun, instead of trying to grab it and bring it down, you're just trying to slap it away. That that tells your opponent sure. that they know, you know, and we know that you can't out-rebound us. You know what I mean? So that is worrying as a Canadian fan, that they are trying to slap the ball away instead of just trying to catch it and bring it down off a box out, or block out, depending on what fan you are. Box, that's how I grew up, but Every time I talk to somebody older than about forty, they say blockout, and I kind of look at them weird. But okay, blockout. So. Oh, I guess maybe that's just a country thing, Cajun. I've heard blockout a lot as a kid. As the Spain, as Spain gets the roll to work on the dunk there for again Aldama. He has been hot in this second quarter. I think it, the graphic just said seven, and that's all been in this ha- all in this quarter, Cajun. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And Olenek, again, I believe technically got blocked, but again, it might have just been an alteration there by the Spaniards. And again, we'll say again, this is a win-or-go-home game for Canada. They cannot afford to lose this one. Yeah. And I believe you mentioned off the top that we don't really know what's going to happen if they lose this game because the Americas don't have any other teams going to the next round other than the USA, who were a lot closer to Lithuania last time I checked. Let's take another gander at it. At the end of three quarters, Cajun, Lithuania up 71-65. So the Americans have taken a big chunk out of their lead, but they're still down. Yeah, 20. 8-17, 8 third quarter. I do want to mention, though, Cajun, it was a 31-12 first quarter in favor of the Lithuanians, who are 30? shooting 58% from three. This game is an absolute shootout between Lithuanians and the USA. Oh, And, man. yeah, Cajun, you heard me right. Lithuanians are shooting 58% from three, I think 49% from the field. So... Talk about shooting the lights out of the gym cage. My goodness.
1: Holy. Well, not a lot of offense here in the second quarter. Which, again...
0: You and I would definitely think that would mean in favor of Spain. The less points scored, the more Spain's going to be able to keep this game in, and that was a slick move there by the Canadians, and that was Dylan Brooks. I've never seen him do that move before, Cage, Not surprising. Well, i got to see this now. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You, see, you like that little scoop
1: move? You like that?
0: you oh, never seen Dylan Brooks do that before. Oh, lord! Yeah, that's a foul. You're gonna, you're gonna love this cage, and this looks like a football tackle. And I mean, American football,
1: bruh. Notice is that Spain have gone away with a lot of moving screens.
0: Well, and I'll put it this way, Cajun. Barrett's also got two fouls, but and I'll, but I'll tell you this, Cajun. As a guy who'd love to get into coaching and has coached at not high levels, but at some levels, that's the way you teach it. That's the way you teach screens. Is as close as you can get. The closer you are to your player, the less space there is for the defender to be able to make it up. The more space in between, the more they can get around it or hedge over it or however they want to defend it, the more chance you give them. The tighter that screen is, the less chance you give the defender to get through. You saw there, I believe that was Barrett who got the foul. He got a second foul. He had no space there to get through to his guy who had a free walk to the basket if he didn't. You know what I mean? And they just call it a charge against the Canadians. And I believe that's, oh, actually no, I think he called it goaltending. Because the basket counted, they did call it a goaltending against Spain. So the basket counts even though it was nowhere near the rim. So Canada gets the free two points off another Dillion uh, Brooks layup.
1: Yeah, four know, straight points for Dillion Brooks.
0: I think he's got seven. Well, the Spain Spain just answered back with a three. So it's all for naught at this point.
2: Bane does play beautiful basketball.
0: Well, they definitely do train together. They have very few NBA guys on that team. I know Ricky Rubio would be one of them if he was there. And, again, hopefully Ricky Rubio is in a good place, as we know he's been struggling. But, like, other than the Hernan Hernan Gomez and Willie, I believe they are, yeah, the Hernan Gomez brothers, Willie and uh, Juancho. Other than those two guys, Spaniards doesn't have any real NBA talent like they used to, like Pau Gasol, like Marc Gasol. Like, I'll say Ricky Rubio, who, again, is not there by his own choice. But, you know, normally that Spanish team has a lot more talent as Canada answers back SGA. That's another three. He's got 10 on the morning, I believe, night. Across the pond there in Indonesia, where this game is per- currently being played,
1: and I think this game's going as as I expected. Two powerhouses going at it, no team giving an inch.
0: Oh, boy. Oh, and I got to be honest here, Cajun. Canada looked like they were in a zone look there. I'm not sure if that was just a a man and they were kind of stunting at the ball there, but that was kind of interesting there by the Canadians. I believe they got Powell there on a...
2: It might have just went out of bounds.
0: It might have just went out of bounds, but they're showing us a, a block previous there by Dylan Brooks.
1: Yeah, Dillion Brooks, Defensive Player of the Year. Book it.
0: Okay, he he his his uh his replacement Marcus Smart has might have something to say about that catch, but anyway, but anyway, <laughs> and then Spain misses the three, so now Canada comes back up the floor. I was hoping for a little bit of a hotter start here by Canada, but, you know, that was to my prediction. So maybe your prediction will ring a little little more true as this game goes on. Dylan Brooks with the moving J, no good. So Dylan Brooks feeling himself maybe a little too much.
1: Ooh, now it's wide
0: open three. Help there by Powell, and that is money for... The European side. And I can still say that because they're part of the EU cage. And they're not like England where now you can't even say
1: that. Mhm. They might be.
0: Oh, no, I know they are. It's okay. I know for a fact that Spain, of course, is still part of the EU, unlike England, who made a very public and... I won't say nasty exit, but it definitely was not a welcomed exit from everything I've heard and read. But anyway, they're now talking about, I believe there would be a timeout call. No, perfect. They're giving Dylan Brook, uh, Brooks a unsportsmanlike foul. Which I believe would mean two shots on the ball or one shot in the ball as Canada takes a timeout. And you can't
2: have fouls like that, although it was a, it, it, you can argue that might have been a good
1: selling job there by Hernan Gomez. Bain's got to – it's this Canada's got to get their composure together because there's been a lot of
2: fouls. RJ Bear with three fouls. Now Dylan Brooks with three fouls. And Olenek was in foul trouble early on, so something's got to give.
0: And it's not foul out, kid. The give is not foul out it, It's got to be it's got to be hopefully, hey, let's stop doing what we're doing and giving these guys free chances. because right now they are just giving Spain free chances.. Mm-hmm.
1: They do make the first free throw off the foul there from
0: Dylan Brooks. So, again, we will be a second foul for Hernan Gomez. And I believe this means they will also keep possession, but we'll see. And he makes the second. And it looks like they will get possession, Cajun. So, trouble for Canada.
1: Spain now up and
0: in, and now they've extended their lead. And Willie Hernan Gomez has got 14 of his team's 40 here as they're up by 7. He's
1: got good footwork. I gotta ask you, Spencer. Where are you at right now? Because what I what I've seen is,
0: where am I at during this game? I am at two thirty seven, and they're about to inbound the ball. So am I well
1: ahead, or am I only a little ahead? Uh, might be ten or fifteen seconds now. I'm pulling away, Cajun.
0: I'm pulling away like the Spanish right now. As I believe they just called the foul on Spain, and Scariola has jumped out of his seat. It is definitely something to mention when he was being put up for the Raptors job, and that's why people were believing if the Raptors were going for an all-in push, he was the guy. is because he is rather, I'll say eccentric, but... More just he's rather up, up, if you will. He's out there. Mm -hmm. As the Canadians make the first, we'll see if they can make number two and make this game just a little bit closer, Kidd. Just a little bit closer. In spite of everything that's
2: been going on, you're only down by five. Potentially.
0: And they are down by five. So no longer potentially, it is a stone cold fact. But Spain Spain has been basically unstoppable on the offensive end as of late. At least for the Canadians. As it's up and in again. So Spain continuing to just hammer Canada inside. That's Hernan Gomez, and that's Willie Hernan Gomez. 16th points. 16th point of the day, but Canada does get the layup right back. And again, it's SGA who's got 12.
2: And they got to find a way to attack Will. And they got to find a way to
1: attack William on Gomez on the defensive end and force him to get into foul trouble. Bain is running a mock on Canada's defense.
0: As SGA now will go to the line after a foul, he is averaging twenty two a night in this tournament. And he makes number one. But right now, offensively for Canada, there's nothing really to change. They've done a pretty good job offensively, even though they're only a little bit over. They've just eclipsed their halftime score against Brazil of 37. They've now got 38 with that free throw. We'll see if they can make it 39 here with Shea is second free throw. No, he can. He misses. So Canada is now down by six. But defensively, they have not been able to stop Spain the last, feels like, five or six possessions.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And Powell went down well behind the play here. And I think they're calling a foul against the Canadians inside. That's Alexander Walker, who is guarding Hernan Gomez. And it was just a box out, and Herman Gomez went for the rebound as Alexander Walker fell under him. So they are going to call that. And the, that's, go ahead.
2: I think what the Canadians are griping about is the lack of whistle.
1: Or the whistle going against them. And um, as questionable as some of these calls have been, You can't be too gripped up with the whistle in in a
2: FIBA-style
1: game because they could get ugly really fast. Ugly really fast. As they make the first one and the second one.
0: And I believe another time was taken by the Canadians here with only about a minute left here in the first half. That unsportsmanlike foul against Dylan Brooks has really costed Canada here in the lighter stages of the second quarter. Has since then Canada has not been able to get exactly close. Yes, six points is relatively close, but they were basically going score for score with Spain until that point. It just so happened that call went against the Canadians while they were down by three. So they score the two free throws, make it five. They then score on the next possession, which makes it seven. So that's a four-point swing in favor of Spain that has been almost impossible for Canada to elapse since.
1: And and last game against Brazil, it was
2: the offense that was a problem. This time around, it's their defense. And their lack of discipline. So Spence, um, eight point game, fifty nine,
1: less than a minute to go in this first half. Aside from defense and lack of discipline, what else does Canada have to do? And rebounded.
0: I mean, I think you've hit everything, Cajun. I mean, I think defense is number one. Obviously, offensively, you'd like to see more points, but you know, you've, already, you've already eclipsed what your Brazilian total was. It feels like SGA is having a better game, shooting-wise. It feels like RJ Barrett having a better shooting game than he was last week, or last week, just a few days ago. So offensively, I'm I'm happy. I'm, I I maybe I'll I'm, say I'm content. I'm not happy. I'm content. I think it's good enough. Obviously, I'd still wish for them to be a little run a little more, be a little more consistent here offensively because they feel like they've still been kind of struggling, especially inside as they missed another inside shot and that was Powell. So you know maybe I I gotta be honest. Maybe Zach Eadie's my only thing that I would mention other than the defense and the offense rebounding that they got to stop of Spain. I want to see Zach Eady a little bit, even if it's for just a few minutes just to see him, you know, because his size as Spain hits an easy lay in there off a screen. Canada will have the last possession of the half, and they really need a basket here to go into half. They really need something here. as SGA ISO is about to get doubled. Well, fired across the floor. Alexander Walker misses, and that is the half down by 10. I believe that is the biggest deficit they face faced this game as they go into half down 48-38. And it is trouble in Indonesia for the red shirts, Cajun. Trouble
2: trouble indeed, and... I think if you're Canada, you just got to make it close at the end the fourth quarter because um, the problem with Spain in that fourth quarter is they didn't really generate consistent offense in that fourth quarter against Latvia, which proved to be costly. Only 11 points in the fourth quarter. Now, Canada did struggle offensively throughout, and especially in the fourth quarter against Brazil, which looms large now as a missed opportunity. But You just got to make it close and be disciplined. Be disciplined on both ends of the floor. And this is where chemistry comes into effect, too. Spain have played with each other for years, Canada's just trying to figure things out on the fly. And at least on the offensive end, that's looming large.
0: I mean, it's kind of hard to break down that 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 half because last game it was offensively the Canadians were struggling, but defensively, you know, it felt like they were strong. They you know they were forcing Brazil into some tough shots, albeit shots they made in the end at at the end of the game, especially. But the, they seemingly were getting it. That's why it's so weird, Cajun, that this game is the complete opposite. Which again, maybe is and. I don't mean to say this lightly. Maybe Canada is playing out of control. What do I mean by that? I mean, maybe against Brazil, they are playing Brazil's game. They want to slow it down. They want to keep the score low, which is what you'd expect Brazil to want to do, is keep the score low. Mm -hmm. So they didn't care if they were getting stopped on on offense. They just want to stop Canada on offense, Mm -hmm. which they did. And now on this side, Cajun, Spain wants to run up the score on Canada. They think they can play with Canada offensively. So they're letting Canada go on offense, but defensively, you know, they're not letting Canada even get a chance at a stop. Because, again, Spain, since that, I believe, that uh, um, misconduct, unsportsmanlike conduct foul against Dylan Brooks, from that moment on, Canada was just getting cooked on defense. So I'm not sure I'll say what the Canadian game plan was coming into tonight. I don't know. Okay, I, guess I should say this morning as it is 10 a.m. here, but there it is definitely nighttime. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you know, I'm not sure what the Canadian game plan was. I'm not even sure what my game plan would have been other than win. But it, it's problematic because, again, it feels like you're playing the other team's game. And when you're on the back foot, you're almost always losing unless you've decided you're going to be on the back foot. And I don't think Canada's ever wanted to be on the back foot here at this tournament. They wanted to be front runners, even if they've had slow starts in the first half. So we'll see if that happens here today where they're able to come back from down going into the second half. But thing to mention here is they're showing on the broadcast, Kate, you know you're, you're going to hit this. 20 points in the paint for Spain already. That is about 10 to 12 too many.
2: You hit it right on the nail.
0: And um,
2: Willie Ernan Gomez really giving tr- Canada, really making life hard for Canada on the inside too. Because they really don't have anybody else to guard him. As, like Olenek and Powell are too undersized. For him, and on top of that, Olinux in foul triple too. So maybe, maybe, maybe just to try to like switch things up and give Spain a different look. Put Edie on for like a minute or two. I don't know if they're gonna do that, but the way it's going right now, Hernan Gomez is eating both Olenek and Powell alive. So might as well do something to try to change things up and confuse Spain. But then again. Spain's motion offense is beautiful and um I'm not sure if Edie can catch up like in terms of their defensive schemes like that.
0: And, and that is kind of the the, the the give and take you have the with Zach EDs. If you play him, you know he's a young guy. He hasn't a whole lot of experience. He's only ever played at the college level. He has not played in the NBA. He will not be playing in the NBA this year. He'll be back at college. So you have that kind of give and take, Cajun, which is why, you know, I think it's a worthy at this point, it's a worthy risk because what's going to happen? Cajun, they're going to keep scoring on offense like they have been the whole second quarter. Like, what's That's what's the, the loss? Yeah, like what's the loss if you give Zach eighty three three or four minutes in the third or fourth quarter to just see what he's got? Because they're already down by 10. Like, do I think they can easily, like, easily evaporate that lead? Of course. Of course they can easily get rid of 10 points. But they're going to be able to stop Spain, which they haven't. They have not. And they haven't been able to score inside. So put on the tallest Canadian they've got in Zach Eady, who I think is listed 7'4 at this point. And has played two full seasons of college ball. Like, think about this, Cajun. His first year at Purdue as a freshman, he started over Trayvon Williams. Trayvon Williams was ranked as a top 20 player going into the college basketball season two years ago. He was a top 20 player on publications of other sites of best players in college basketball. He was on that list, not of NBA draft picks, but of players that are actually the best in college, college ballers who are the top 50 or top 100, whatever. He was in the top 20 of most lists. And... Zach Eadie started over him, depending on matchup, because of his height, because of his ability near the rim and his rim protection skills that have only developed an extra year last year with the the Boilermakers. So I just want to see him. I want to see big Zach Eadie on the floor for just a few minutes to see what he's got and to see if he can kind of turn the tide inside. That's all he's going to do. He's not gonna be switching on nobody. He's not gonna be, you know, running around chasing guards. He's not gonna do that. That's not his game, and it shouldn't be. He's gonna be. Is the Edie the paint yours? Anyone step in that paint, you put him down. That ball go in the point paint, you put that ball up, you smack that thing across the court. You're Ben Wallace, put that thing eight rows up. That's his role. It's not gonna be, hey Zach, in ball in ball screens, you're gonna be chasing guards around. Yeah, no, I, I'm good, dog. It's going to be, hey, Zach, it hits the paint, it hits anything that's colored, you put that, that ball goes up, you smack that ball out, period. That ball goes up, you catch it. So, yep. it his role is not complicated, which is why I think, again, I think he could easily play it. It's just not going to be a, you know... Zach, you know when, when they do this, I want you to do that. No, like he's not chasing guards around. I know I've said it three times now, but he says he's not. Right? That's not his game. He's not that athletic. He's not going to be, you know, sliding with a five, ten, six foot two ish in that in that smaller, tall to us, smaller basketball range. No, it's he's not chasing those guys around the floor trying to, you know, get in front. Hmm. He's just going to be an anchor, but let him be the anchor. Let him just be the guy in the paint. And again, another stat here to bring out Cajun, nine to three right now are the offensive rebounds in favor of Spain. Nine to that three. Ain't, that ain't going to get it done. No, I, that's, that's about nine too many, Cajun. Nine too many indeed. Like, And I get And
2: I get it. Canada is undersized. but at the same time, you gotta you gotta box out every time. And the USA is down by six to Lithuania.
0: That's only got forty nine or uh, forty seven seconds left in the fourth quarter, so that game is just about over. So again, Canada is the last game to start here. So we'll see if Canada can not be this the third North American team to lose today is DR the Dominican Republic also got blown out today against Serbia so now they are out Serbia is in I should also mention Montenegro did beat Greece as well game did not matter both those teams were already out as well as Italy beating Puerto Rico as Italy well, now because of that Puerto Rico win, also as we mentioned, go into the playoff. Philippines did beat Spain or China, pardon me. So Philippines won on home, on home soil, as well as Mexico beating Jordan, and I believe those games were of yesterday, and they were. So again, the game that that did not matter today. That I was looking for the last game that did not matter today with Montenegro and Greece. It is Australia beating Georgia one hundred to eighty four. So. And the quarterfinals will be in two days' time, between two days' time and Thursday. So they'll be playing games on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday this week, the 5th, the 6th, and the 7th of September. And then the semifinals will be the 8th and 9th of September, while the bronze medal game will be on the 10th, as well as the gold medal game will be on the 10th, bright and early here in Canada, but at night, just across the pond.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. But all this would be for naught
1: if they can't get it together for the second half and quickly.